Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. I'm a financial advisor in St. Louis, Missouri, with clients in over 17 different states that are trying to build a bulletproof retirement plan. And many of the people that I work with are trying to eliminate many of the financial worries that come about in retirement. And they want to make sure they have everything addressed and everything planned for so they can enjoy their retirement without all the financial fears and concerns. So for most of these people, they see me as a financial advocate for their family. And of course, they always have questions. Every single week, I get to hear from clients with questions, concerns, things that they're hearing from other people, and how it may affect them. So I use the podcast as a way to teach not only my clients, but also other listeners on topics and issues that will impact your retirement. This week, I had a client who wanted to talk about gold and what I thought about gold as an investment and why gold was not a part of their portfolio. So I wanted to use this episode to address the idea of having gold as a part of your portfolio, why people insert gold as a piece of their portfolio. And I'm going to share my thoughts. I'm going to share facts and figures and my reasoning behind my stance on having gold not being part of a long-term investment portfolio and why I choose to exclude it, if at all possible. If somebody asks me what I think of gold, I always say first, it makes beautiful jewelry. But in my opinion, gold is not an investment. It's a commodity. And we're going to talk about that on today's episode. You may have questions about your own investment portfolio or retirement plan, and you can get those questions answered by going to our website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. It's a mouthful, but it's a great website to check out. At the bottom of the website, you can send me all your listener questions, love mail, hate mail. I'd love to hear from you. And then also on the website, you can check out our free resources, such as my retirement secret sauce, our tax planning guide, our retirement budgeting tool. It's all on there and it's all free. So check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. So let's jump into today's topic of my and thoughts on using gold or investing in gold in a long-term retirement portfolio. So my first concern with gold is it's a commodity. You simply buy a thing, an object like gold. It's like buying, you probably remember decades ago when I was growing up, it was Beanie Babies. They were an object. They were a thing, a commodity. And people were thinking, okay, we're going to get rich by buying these Beanie Babies for a low price and being able to sell them for 10 times what they paid for it. And that was the whole idea of how they were going to get rich quick buying these Beanie Babies. And it's the same thing. A lot of people think that gold is going to double in price and they're going to get rich. So the only way you can make money, earn money by owning gold is if the price goes up. So for example, if the price of gold is $1,700 an ounce today, which is it's pretty close, if it doubled in value, you could sell it for $3,400 
an ounce and you would have a gain there. You double your money. But the only way you're going to make money by owning gold is if the price per ounce goes up. Additionally, gold doesn't pay a dividend. If I buy gold, I am buying a commodity. It's not paying me any interest. It's not paying me any dividends while I hold it. So if I'm 65 and I'm retired and I like having interest and dividend payments from my retirement savings, my retirement portfolio, gold may be a poor choice because it doesn't pay me dividends. It doesn't pay me interest. The only advantage of having gold in your portfolio is you're hoping the price of gold per ounce goes up while you hold it. And maybe, maybe you're hoping that the price of gold per ounce stays somewhat stable. So it maybe it offers some stability in your portfolio. So in times of crisis, the gold that you own in your account may tend to shine just because it offers that stability, that kind of anchor for the overall portfolio. But what I like to do is look at the past. And obviously, past performance does not mean that the future will be exactly the same, but it it gives us a pretty darn good guide. So what I did is I looked, okay, back, let's look 40 years ago, back to 1980, right? So 1980, I wanted to know, okay, if we had bought an ounce of gold back then in January of 1980, and of course, I used data online from Macro Trends is where I found this data. And we know that gold didn't pay any dividends or interest, right? So whatever we paid for an ounce of gold back then, we know that, okay, it increased in value. So the price of gold in January of 1980 was $850 an ounce. So if we bought one ounce for $850 40 years ago, we can say, okay, today, hypothetically, that ounce of gold sells for $1,700 an ounce. So it doubled in 40 years. Your ounce of gold went from $850 to $1,700. It doubled. So what is an annual rate of return throughout that 40-year time frame? Well, it's 1.75%. 1.75% over 40 years. That's not very good. And I've had a lot of people tell me that the idea of holding gold, it's a hedge against inflation or the increase in the cost of living every year. And so by owning gold, you're just trying to hedge or offset the increase in the cost of living. So what did I do? I used the same data from macro trends and I said, okay, how much did the cost of living go up between January of 1980, when we bought our ounce of gold for $850, and today, here we're in 2021. And I also double-checked this data with not only macro trends, but also officialdata.org, where you can actually go back and see what the inflation was during that 40-year period. And it turned out the annual average inflation was 3.12% per year between January of 1980 and today. So again, let me repeat, the price of gold earned us an average annual return of 1.75%, but the cost of living went up over 3%. So we lost money. Think about that. That's the same thing as if your boss came into your office and said, Greg, guess what? I got good news. You're getting a 1.75% raise. And I'm thinking to myself, well, the cost of living went up 3%. So I lost money here. If I'm not getting at least a 3% raise, 
to match the cost of living increase, I'm falling behind. And that's exactly what gold did over the last 40 years. It only earned you 1.75%. Meanwhile, the cost of living went up an average of over 3% per year. That doesn't sound like a good deal to me. So if I'm thinking about this correctly, if we know over the last 40 years, the cost of living went up from officialdata.org, it went up 3.12%. We need your investment portfolio, your life savings to be at least matching the increase in the cost of living or inflation is the other word for it. So what did go up over the last 40 years more than the cost of living increase and much more than gold? What about the stock market? So I looked at officialdata.org and I saw that the S&P 500 from January 1980 through today or January 2021 approximately, it averaged about 11.83% per year, 11.83% per year, whereas gold only averaged 1.75% per year. That's over 10% more per year by investing in the great companies of this country. The S&P 500 represents approximately 80% of the U.S. stock market. And so if you had invested $100 in the S&P 500 back in January of 1980, it would be worth $9,788. And this is according to officialdata.org. Whereas if you had invested in gold, again, remember the price of gold doubled over the last 40 years. So our $100 invested in the S&P 500, again, grew to $9,788. Whereas if we would have invested that $100 in gold, it would have doubled. So it would be worth only $200 40 years later. And you know the great thing about the S&P 500? Investing in a stock index like that, or maybe you just invested in mutual funds, while you held on to that index fund, that investment, it pays you interest in the form of dividends, whereas gold pays you absolutely nothing. Just like a rental property, it gives you rental income as long as you have tenants paying you the rent every month. That's the whole idea of a rental property is, okay, you've got monthly income coming in. Buying gold is kind of like buying a baseball card let's say for $100, you're hoping that at a future point, you can sell that baseball card for more than $100 and you would make a profit on it. And another reason why I am not a big fan of gold as far as an investment, and I won't even call it an investment, it's a commodity, but gold, when you sell a commodity at a gain, it's not taxed as as capital gains. Commodities have their own tax rate at 28%. And that will, of course, depend on your tax situation, your AGI and all that good stuff. But for many people that hold on to gold and end up selling it at a gain, they will pay 28% long-term capital gain tax because they're selling a commodity. And the IRS treats commodities differently than other assets when you sell them at a gain. Now, many people are going to say, well, the next 40 years are going to be much different than the past 40 years. And I would agree with that. But I will argue that if history is any guide, and I will argue that it's the only guide we have, that over the long term, so 30, 40 years, that in my opinion, you can expect to see this trend tend to repeat itself 
because I, with a lot of things in life, things always fall back to the norm. And quite frankly, just conceptually thinking that, okay, for a retired couple that is using their investment portfolio in retirement to live off of, and they're drawing an income from it, well, looking at gold, it does not produce an income. It does not pay interest while you hold it, whereas a rental property does, whereas stocks pay dividends and bonds pay interest. So conceptually, gold may not fit as a big portion of a long-term investment portfolio. So many retirees don't like holding a bunch of gold in their investment portfolio because it doesn't reward them for holding it, because it doesn't pay you any interest or dividends. It's kind of like buying real estate that you can't rent out. You make money on buying that. Maybe it's an empty lot. You make money when you buy. And I had somebody that was a professional real estate developer that told me that once. You make money in real estate when you buy. And what he meant by that was you've got to get a good value when you buy the real estate because you're only going to make money when you sell it at a higher price. And he bought a lot of, he was a real estate developer, so he was looking at buying a lot of raw land and turning it into something. But if you don't get a good price for it in the beginning for what you pay for it, you won't end up with a profit. And it's kind of the same thing with gold. Unless you buy it for a good value, a low price per ounce, you may not sell it at a profit whenever the price goes up per ounce. It's kind of buy low, sell high mentality. And I want to add one more point to this discussion. Think about the 1980s. So think about January 1980 and where interest rates were. I bet you could have gone to a bank at that time and bought a CD. And imagine what a CD would have been paying interest-wise if you bought a 20-year CD. It would be paying a lot higher than 1.75% that gold ended up returning over the next 40 years. So you would have been much better off just to buy a CD at the bank during that time. And I checked Macro Trends, the website, and it told me that a federal treasury bond back in 1980, was paying over 11% per year interest. Imagine if you would have had the money to buy a treasury bond back in 1980. For the next 30 years, you'd earn over 11% per year interest. Pretty incredible. So in my opinion, kind of in summary, I don't view gold as a great long-term investment. Gold is a commodity. You're buying a thing. It's like buying a stamp collection. You're hoping that in the future you can sell the stamp collection for a higher price than today. Or baseball cards, baseball card collection. You buy a baseball card for $100 today, you're hoping that in the future somebody will pay you $200 or $1,000 for the same baseball card. The only way you make money in gold or another commodity is if you can sell it for a higher price in the future. And I always go back to the thought of, Okay, if we're going to put something in our investment portfolio, how is it going to help us accomplish our goals? And so if you take a step back and you ask yourself that question, how is this gold by having 20% in our IRA or whatever it is invested in gold, how is that going to help us accomplish our goals? I hope this episode has been helpful for you. If you have any questions, again, go to our website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. You can listen to future episodes, and at the bottom of the homepage, you can send us your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 
I'm Greg Gonzalez. I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. SIPC.